Hello everyone, my name is John Locke and I'd like to welcome you to the winning trade, but first the required disclaimer material. This presentation is given for educational purposes only. We're not broker dealers, we're financial advisors, and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that your risk in trading options is substantial and please make sure you are aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Also note that in this presentation, we're covering hypothetical computer simulated trades and the results. They're believed to be as accurately represented as possible, keeping in mind that live results can vary from simulated results for many different reasons. If this is your first experience with us, my name is John Locke. I'm a trading performance wealth and success coach with the Locking Your Success LLC, where myself and my team of mentors are here to help you win in the markets and in life as well. And today, we're here to talk to you about something called high probability options trading. This is where we utilize option strategies to make money from the passage of time rather than depending solely on price movement in order to be profitable. Now, this doesn't mean we're going to make money all the time, but we can often make a good amount of income, whether the market goes up, down, or sideways. And today, I'm here once again to take you into the realm of what we call professional-style high-probability income trading. This is where we increase returns and consistency of our results through trading income trades with the flow of the market and utilizing trader subjectivity with very high-probability trading structures and very high probability trading scenarios. So when we do this, we trade with flexibility and adaptability, and it allows us to easily adapt to any type of market, any type of market direction, and it allows us to make more money with less work and fewer adjustments. So I really, really love doing this. As a matter of fact, our trader success blueprint is designed to bring people into or up to the level where they can do this type of trading and become extremely profitable as traders. So let's take a look at what we're doing here. So this is going to be what we call a subjective income trade. It's going to have a maximum trade size of $15,000. It is going to have an anticipated return of about 33% or $5,000. Our potential return in this, well, it could be upwards of 100%, but I mean, I kind of see this particular trade set up as probably a potential of about 66% return. And our exit loss trigger, which you always want to have an amount where if the trade draws down that far, you are, you'd like to be out of the trade. And then we have our trade structure. And the way we're going to set this trade up is we're going to trade up, set it up with a bare vertical entry. And we're planning to do a condor transition if things go our way. Now, uh, one of the trades that we did recently on the winning trade was a bear vertical, or what we call a cascading bear vertical. And I would like you to go back and check that one out. That was another scenario where we set ourselves up in a position uh, of very small amount of risk uh, in a very high probability situation given the technicals and put ourselves in a situation where we could make a lot of money. And again, the key to that, making a lot of money with a fairly small amount of risk and a very high probability. Same type of setup here. We're taking on a little bit more risk than we normally take on, but uh, as you'll see, the probabilities in this situation warranted that. So let's take a look at the trade. But before we do that, the first thing I'd like to do is, is take a look at the situation. So this software is called OptionNet Explorer. If you've seen it before, we have risk charts. So let's just jump to the risk chart. And this shows us or represents the risk in our position. We have a solid blue line here that represents our expiration curve or the value of the position at the settlement of the options. And then we have our 
more curved line here, which is called our T plus zero line, and that represents our profit and loss in the position today, as of today. And again, this is an estimation uh, of what it's likely to be if the price moves a certain amount. So we can get a good idea of what our risk parameters are. If we run over here, you can see that we have our options, expiration cycles, and we have uh, calls at the top, our puts at the bottom, and these are our strike levels, and this is our current position. This here, down here, tells us our profit and loss. This tells us our margin or how much is in the position. This is our delta or how much risk we have with price movement as far as profit and loss. For the next $1 uh, price move, we have our theta number and uh, the projected or estimated gain or loss in the position through one day of time. And we have our implied volatility or vega, which is our estimated, or at least theoretically our estimated gain or loss with one point of implied volatility change. So that's what those numbers mean. We also have our date up here. It's August 16th, 2022 at 12.15. And this is actually our entry. But before we go over the entry, let's take a look at the situation because when we start trading subjectively, uh, our situation is extremely important. Our situation gives us probabilities. So a lot of income traders or, or so-called income traders, they come in and they try to remain flat delta. And uh, remaining flat delta or trading flat delta is great. Uh, the challenge with that is if you're trading flat delta, what you're essentially doing is you're essentially depending on the options themselves being overpriced for the amount of price movement that we're likely to get in the market over the duration of the trade. A lot of times that is the case in the market. I'd say probably more than 50% of the time, maybe 60, maybe 65% of the time. That is actually true. Options tend to be overpriced. But there's also a lot of time in the marketplace, 40 to 50% of the time, where the options are not overpriced. And if you're taking on risk in both directions, it can make for a very challenging trade. So what we're doing here is we're adding probability by being aware of where the market is in its cycles. So when you're looking at strike probabilities without looking at charting, we're saying that the price is here and it could go up a certain amount, it could go down a certain amount, or it has this probability of going up a certain amount or down a certain amount. And that does not take into any context of what the price has been doing or where it is or whether it's overextended or what type of cycles it's having. So it doesn't take any of that into account. And especially recently, the market has been running those levels. And when the market runs those levels, if you try to stay remain neutral, it can be problematic. You might still win, you might not. But you'll notice that there have been you know, a lot of the very neutral strategies have been a little bit problematic this year because the markets have been overrunning those levels and forcing adjustments and then running the other way. So one of the advantages of being a pro-level trader is you have the adaptability, you have the understanding to be able to set yourself up in higher probability situations. And that's the case here, right? So we look at this price chart. What we have, and this is the S&P 500, we look at this price chart and you can see that the asset price has gone from about 36 50 to almost 43.50. And that's an enormous move for the SPX, and it's done it very quickly. It's severely overextended. We are in a general downtrend, okay? So we have our downtrend here. So we're in a downtrend. We're overextended to the upside. We're coming into our 200-day moving average. 
Now, we don't know if the market's going to stop here, but what we do know is there's very little probability or there's not a lot of probability that this is going to go much higher before it has some sort of a retracement. So that being the case, we might want to take advantage of that and add a risk higher or above the marketplace. We don't want to go into a neutral trade here because we're so overextended, the chances of us having a hard down move is very, very high, and we always need to put our risk somewhere, right? If we're neutral, we put our risk in implied volatility. We put our risk in risk over the market. We put risk under the market. That's how uh, those trades work out. If we know that we have a very low probability of going much higher at a particular time over the next so many days, then we can come in here and we can jump in and we can do a bearish position or, or put our risk higher than the marketplace. So that's what I did here. I came in here and I set this position up. So this is a bearish vertical, uh, five lot. We have our uh, 4440 short strikes. How do I choose those? I choose those based on where my belief or the probabilities of the where the prob market probably won't be to that level in the next 31 days, which is how I have to think about it. I have to realize that I might take on some pressure here, but when we look at the price chart and we look at what the market does, the market may go as high, if, 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 if it was super bullish or crazy, it may go as high as $4,500. That would exceed our short strikes. And, but the reality is, look at the speed of the market over the next, if the market continues to go up at that speed to $4,500, it will be there in like four or five days, six, seven days at the max. It's going to, uh, from there, being that overextended, it's going to react negatively, and it'll likely be under 4,400 by the time 31 days goes by, or we expire. So that setup allows us to take advantage of the fact that there's an extremely high probability we are going to be under 4,440 in 31 days. Now, I ended up scaling into 15 contracts for our entry by the end of the day. And even though we're, we have a substantial amount of negative delta here, this gives us an extremely high probability of making money in this trade. And realistically, if we come back up to the 4,400 area or so, I might be able to, I might want to push that because if the market continues to go up fast, then the probability of it coming back down again is, is even more. And that's our entry setup. But let's talk about or let's watch this as we move along here. So I'm going to go to our next adjustment. And what happened here is the trade actually went our way, sort of. So we did back off of this level as expected. So let's see what we did here. I took five of these shorts and I moved them up a little higher. When I do that, what I'm doing here is I'm taking off a little bit of my upside risk because the way I look at it is the the likelihood of us bouncing back off of this was extremely high. Now that we bounce back off of it, I'm kind of in a wait-and-see mode. And if this thing turns around and breaks higher than the previous high, then that tells us that the market wants to go up some more. So I took advantage of that short-term pullback. I'm lighting, lightening up my risk a little bit. My swing high here is, what, about 40, looks like 43.25? And now if I get my reversal, if I get up to like 43.25 here uh, and the market starts to take off after that point, I can pretty much get out of this almost at a break even or maybe a very, very small loss. So I've taken my risk 
I, I was taking on quite a bit of risk at the start, but now, now that the market's backed off a little bit, I'm starting to pull my risk down a little bit. And I'm monitoring the market, and I'm looking for this breakout to the upside in order for, as an exit signal. Okay? So that is the move there. Let's show this here. And then if we go forward to our next adjustment... Our next adjustment is actually going to be on September 6th. And I'm actually listing this as a new trade, but the reality is this is just part of the trade campaign. So what has happened from the time we entered this till September 6th? Well, if we take a look at our price chart, what happened is we ended up getting a very large down move here. And we're coming into an overextension to the downside, and we're coming into a support level. Well, what I see is a support level of... Uh, 3,900. Now, I wanna, what I want to do is the same thing. Is I'm putting on a bullish vertical here, and this is a this is what we call basically a super bull, and I'm doing it in a different time frame. I'm giving myself 45 days. With this particular move, my thought is that we may continue to move down, and we may even continue to move down to this swing low. But if we move down that far, the market's most definitely going to bounce. And there's a very high probability that within the, sometime in the next 45 days, that the market's going to be over this 3,900 level. And my risk in doing that looks like this. But if I combine it with my other position, my risk looks like this. So a retest of the lows at what about 3600 or about 3650 puts me in a position where I go like this and if I retest the lows I'm in an extremely high probability that we're going to bounce this is a very nice situation then of course if I'm right and we just bounce then you can see that our what our curve looks like here so very nice situation here on the trade now if we look at the other trade in isolation we have this trade here and you know, some people might say this has its maximum gain. Why are you going to stay in the trade? Well, it doesn't quite have its maximum gain. But the reality here is, uh, or one of the things that we do when we do our price charts is we do a calculation depending on where we are and how many times we have left to expiration. And we make a judgment that basically says if the market goes up at its normal up rate of what it's been doing, what's the chances of me running into trouble in this vertical? And the chances in that case, when I do that calculation, and we talk about this in the pro membership and the market outlook, the chances of that happening are virtually zero. So we're not going to bother exiting this. We're not going to go through the execution costs. We're just going to let that expire. So this is our position here, and this is our new position. Added on top of that. So let's look at it from this perspective position standpoint because I don't do anything else with that vertical I just let it expire but let's show what happens here so here we are and I'm gonna move to our next adjustment and what happened here is we got a bounce in the marketplace and we got the bounce to the point to a point where, I, in my opinion, that we probably wouldn't go much higher. That being the case, what I ended up doing here is I ended up putting on a bearish vertical 
up here at Uh, 4360 and 4370. My thought being that the market is likely at this point to maybe grind up a little bit higher and then probably uh, I did expect it to spend some time in here. So I put this bare vertical onto the upside. So this is uh, our position here. And if you combine it with the other position, this is what we look like here. This uh, expiration line is not. Um, realistic of the entire position because it's showing us the uh, expiration of the closest vertical. But this is what our position looks like uh, on a combined position, and this is what the active position looks like. So from here, if we just go ahead a few more days, what ended up happening is the first day here, the market's pretty much doing as expected. The second day, the market comes down more than expected. We get this 176-point down move on the marketplace. Now, I was expecting the, the asset to stay up in this range or range into where my condor was going to range, and it's not happening. So I, what I want to do is I want to watch this swing low. If I break under that swing low, then that basically tells me that the market's not going to do what I expected it to do. So if I take a look here. And I go to the following day. We can see the market continues to go down. And basically what's happening is the market's not doing what I wanted it to do. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to exit out of this uh, position here. Now, in this case here, I also exit out of the upper side, although in hindsight, I probably should have left this alone. But um, what I ended up doing is I ended up just closing the trade here for $1,060 profit. And then when we look at the other position, our beer vertical, again, we're talking the situation where there was no chance of this really having a problem on this short strike. So I just let this expire. So this expired at a profit of $3,935 on this position. And I exited the other positioning here at a gain of $1,020 on this after, after execution costs. And that made a total gain of $4,955 in 31 days in our pro-subjective vertical trade strategy, this episode's winning trade. If you love what you see, I invite you to come on over to LockInYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com, where you can discover how we utilize our trading success blueprint to convert non-subjective income trading strategies into very high probability subjective income trading strategies for greater consistency and greater returns in the marketplace. And we put that all together within our pro membership. Also, where you can receive free access to powerful and informative bonus material. And of course, perhaps best of all, you can check out our free trading performance podcast where you can learn to skyrocket your trading results regardless of the type of trading you do. If you have any questions, comments, or anything else you'd like to see on the next winning trade, please put that in the comments below, and I'll make sure I answer your questions for you personally. Thank you for joining me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next winning trade.